0: It's time for honest reflection in youth ministry. The present culture is more established than ever. It's so crushing for many a youth pastor. There's a lot to be learned about youth ministry and even more to be shared. Here's to hoping that this helps, whether you are 19 and have just started or have been serving in ministry for 19 years. We hope that this weekly dose of honesty and humor help to heal and renew hope for you and yours welcome to after nine the most honest hour in youth ministry
1: hello and welcome to after nine my name is chad higgins no i'm zach working zach how in the world are you
0: you were right
1: oh i know i was right
0: you're right admit no. it You were right.
1: Some of the most important information that we've put out on this podcast. Here's (laughs) the deal, Zach. You were leading people into their death and and demise (laughs) and didn't even know about it. You know, Uh, giving them false facts that elephants are peaceful beings
0: in last week's episode. And and they're actually more dangerous than all the sharks. Yeah. Yeah. All of the sharks. All the sharks. If
1: if my memory serves (laughs) me correctly – they're, they're like the third, yeah. It was like
0: the third most dangerous an, animal in the world. It was like snakes, scorpions, elephants, hippos, alligators, sharks. Yeah, you win. Yeah, apparently it's safer to swim with sharks than it is to ramble about with elephants.
1: Okay, see, I don't think that that's true. I just think <laughs> that there are probably more people around. Oh, okay, those.
0: okay, that's true. That's true. Elephants are just you know in more populous areas than the the deep, the deep. Oh man! Hey, did you have a fun Shark Week? Did you know, it's a big holiday season for you. Shark Week into the fourth. I mean, <laughs> it's like it's
1: phenomenal. It, it never, it never lets me down. Got to watch a great episode on nuclear sharks. All right. I don't. Even, <laughs> what does that mean, Chad? Fascinated me. It, tell me
0: what it means. <laughs> <laughs>
1: You just, just, ma- just the made road. up
0: a thing. Oh, okay, I don't okay. think we need to talk about sharks anymore. <laughs> <laughs> on this podcast. Oh, even Chad is tapped out. of talking about sharks. That's fair. All right, well, we'll post the link in the show notes. That's good. But what are you doing? What are you doing for the other part of the holiday? This is a big Fourth Weekend. You and Martha got Fourth big... of
1: July every every year. Mar- this is this is what happens with Martha and I, and maybe some of our listeners can relate to this. We have this moment where we turn and we look at each other and we go, "Hey, what should we do for the fourth Nice. Uh, I don't know what what should we do for the fourth, <laughs> and it just goes back and forth and we've we we'll probably end up
0: just like eating at chili's or something like that. <laughs> Hey, we should definitely grill out. Yeah, but they got those chicken grillers at Chili's, so they're pretty good. <laughs> we should we should just start a new nah. holiday call and call it back in the fourth, and just like have it be like this, like oscillating, like never really do anything on the fourth, but just like debate about it, debate about it, and then ultimately end up at a dollar afternoon matinee showing, and then Chili's. Just that's it. That's, that's how you celebrate your freedom: is you watch <laughs> at the dollar theater, and then you go have chicken grillers at Chili's. I love it. Yeah. Two for 20. Nothing nothing says America more than that. (laughs) (laughs) We could slap on an all-you-can-eat ice cream buffet. We'd be good to go.
1: Where do you get an all-you-can-eat all, all you can eat ice cream buffet? You, sir, have piqued my interest.
0: Oh, yeah. <laughs> Say more about this new venture of yours. <laughs> well, <laughs> I'd like to call it – basically, you go to all those Froyo places, and you just start loading up, and then you have to run out real quick. You can only go once, but <laughs> – That's called stealing. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, man. They don't tell you that you're going to weigh your cup until after you get it full, <laughs> and that, for the first time you go to those places, is a really cr- – cruel business model because you're like man this cup is huge and I probably could eat all of it we should definitely start in the place where it's like you you fill it up and you eat and then whatever's left that's we have to pay for that they weigh you, they, at weigh the end. you that's right, they, they weigh you on the way in they weigh you on the way out and whatever happens in between is between you and God <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's a great model it's like
0: weight Watchers meets like you know orange curled dream grapefruit stand whatever you think
1: there's you think there's ever been anyone that's gone to one of those places they've weighed their ice cream and then they're like no i'm not paying that and they just start putting fruit back (laughs) yeah me Like the first, you have not done
0: that. The first time I went, I was like, "Man, all this fresh fruit on my ice cream—that's great." And then they're like, "Well, then they weigh it," and it was like eleven dollars, and I was <laughs> like, uh, "All the healthy stuff is heavy, man. Like uh, sprinkles are <laughs> heavy." Give me of those marshmallows. Like, give me the marshmallows and the sprinkles. The blueberries and the strawberries are heavy. So, yeah, $11 at a Pink Swirl or Orange Dream or whatever it was, yeah. It's always a color and a fruit or a fruit and a thing, right? Like, it's always, like, Cherry Swirl or, like, Berryville. I don't know. The naming system on that's hilarious. It's like naming youth (laughs) ministries, right? It's like, pick a Bible verse with an action word.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. That is awesome.
0: Oh, man. Well, okay, so I'm with you, though. I think maybe a lot of our listeners are, too. The Fourth is the holiday that it's like every year feels like it's something different. It it either is the most established tradition in people's families or it is the biggest free roll (laughs) in families. I feel
1: feel like Fourth of July always gets really fun if you have – kids that are old enough for fireworks.
0: See, that's where we're stuck because Isaiah is too small, so we're going to have to miss him this year. So I'm like so anti-hype for 4th of July because you can't take a 10-month-old to fireworks. One, it's too late at night. And two, loud noises after 9. Yeah, he's never going back to sleep. <laughs> Bro, put some headphones on him and <laughs> strap a Roman candle to his
1: hand and let him
0: get after he's it. He's just got sparklers in his hands. Just, what. <laughs> No, that's great. Oh, that's yeah, speaking of unsafe. <laughs> oh my gosh! Well, anyway, welcome to After Nine with uh, Chad Higgins and Zach Workin, and we're really excited for episode parenting, <laughs> advice, parenting advice, advice at its best. So it shark advi- Shark wisdom and parenting advice. Really, it's the uh, podcast that captures all of the facets of life for those that are in their mid twenties, early thirties, or older. Which is, you know, a lot of people. No, uh, on After 9, we are so excited to answer some of the biggest questions in youth ministry, the questions that haunt you as you walk across the parking lot every Sunday or midweek evening, perhaps after 9 p.m. And so the question we want to talk about today, Chad, uh, is something that's, you know, it seems maybe like even the best time, or it was the best of time or the worst of time to ask, <laughs> and that is, have you thought about fall yet? Yeah. So this episode is, or the question that many of you are asking: Are, are we doing fall this year? <laughs> <Are> we do. Doing- <laughs> is that going to happen? <laughs> are we going back to school this year? <laughs> are we ever leaving summer? <laughs> is summer almost over? So, uh, the the tentative title for this episode is "Autumnal Thinking" with Chad Higgins. <laughs> so, uh, the questions that we want to ask today are: What are the things that we should be thinking about in July for September or October? And beyond, and then how do we think about those things best? Cause I think that is something that, um, your, your good wisdom, Chad, would be that, you know, you've got to start thinking about fall before it actually gets here so you can be ready and make the plan. Because in all honesty, by this point, summer's either happened or it's in the midst of happening and you can't change it. <laughs> you've either, you've either gone to camp or mission trip or you're about to go. And at this point, all you can do is hydrate and pray. <laughs>
1: Right. Because I I think for a lot of youth ministers, and I know that I've had years like this where, man, it seems like summer gets so busy and like everything either happens at the first or it happens at the end. A lot of times when everything happens at the end, right, when you're going to camp at the maybe end of July or mission trip or things like that, that by the time we get done with that, like we're, we're in the first week of August and we're like, oh, kids go back to school in two weeks. Hey, are we going to do like a back to school party or yeah. anything like that hey. and, and And those always get like pushed to this back burner and then you're like oh wait i need I need a new leader for this small group yeah. and all that kind of stuff and and those things can sneak up on you really really quick if if we just have our
0: head in the proverbial camp sand camp, if sand. That makes camp sense. sand camp sand would be a great camp curriculum, but that's a different question. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I think you're right, Chad. I think it's one of those, um, that these are the things that, I mean, it, it almost feels like a begrudging, like, hey, don't forget to, but it's so true that, like, if your mind is already kind of turned to a little bit of, like, the next season, and this is one of the things that we've talked about before on the show, is having kind of a seasonal way of thinking about ministry, like, Instead of just thinking like event to event or week to week or month to month, but having kind of a big picture and then knowing inside of that big picture what are kind of the major seasons and what's required to kind of prepare for those seasons, I think it's really important because I think, I think this is true, that having a really well-planned fall after a really fun and excellent summer is the kind of like momentum wave that everybody is hoping to do in youth ministry. But usually <laughs> uh, the summer goes great and then the like fall is lackluster because you're just so exhausted or so unprepared and so you feel like you almost lose that And then you have to like rebuild the tidal wave all spring into summer and there's got to be a way in the midst of riding the wave to kind of be just enough ahead of it that you can really just mm, just like get ready and get into the fall season
1: well and m- most student ministers that i've talked to um October and November are normally like student ministry almost drought season. Okay. If that makes sense, like from a lot of guys that I've talked to and even experience of myself, like it those are extremely busy months for students as far as sports. Um, they're in full school swing, all that kind of stuff. You've got like midterm testing, all that kind of stuff that's happening. And so for for me, for years, I always saw this wane of attendance. Okay um that that happened during those months not only just like um butts and chairs but just like o- overall just commitment, excitement, we, yes. excitement yeah. you know commitment all those kind of things like students are even the ones that are there they're they look like they're exhausted <laughs> I'm right? right here they're, I'm
0: zombied yeah
1: <laughs> <laughs> i just left football practice like the fact that i'm here is an absolute miracle right yeah. and and so You know, I think sometimes we we need to understand that, hey, like, this kid that's walking into our room that's exhausted, you know, and and doesn't look like he wants to be there, maybe he had to make some big sacrifices to be there. You know what I mean? Well, and I think that's... I you think that's that, that comes from
0: the wisdom of, especially if you've been at a place for uh, a couple of falls, just to kind of know, you know, kind of the expectations, the um, the participation level of, of your of your group, and to kind of adjust, right? Because for, for me, I, I would offer that the yeah, the fall is a busy time for students, but it's also their most routineized time, and so whatever your you know your Sunday or your midweek or your weekend gathering, like whatever that looks like in youth ministry, you need to be doing your weekly stuff really well, right? Right? Like this is where like your midweek talks need to be super thoughtful and sharp because you know you've been you know in these kind of weekend and week out with students and when they're coming to you they need something fresh something specific exacting and so that's the time to really have really well put together kind of teachings and talks and that's not just the twenty minutes that maybe you hold a microphone but also the ways in which you kind of you know. Sprinkle that in on social media or sending affirming texts. But this is also where you can really build up your leaders to do good ministry, right? Because if students are having trouble being there and putting their butt in a chair – However there're at other places where your leaders can go and give reach to I mean this is the you know having your leaders be at the you know the sporting events or being supportive at you know the debate tournaments or wherever they're at like this is the moments where there's enough stuff happening that this kind of reflects I think the quality of of our leadership beyond what's just inside of our own like kind of personal scope, and so I think it can be a really important thing that way
1: awesome. Zach, let's, let's talk through some different um, people through this process. So as we look through the fall, what are what are some things that you do to prepare for the fall for your leaders? What are some
0: things you do to prepare for fall for students, for parents, and even for yourself? To prepare for fall. Um, man, for me, like this is, I think. Or I start journaling in that direction. We've talked about before kind of the things that we write about. Um, usually at at summer camp, like I'm, I'm, I'm listening for things that I need to hear, but I'm also kind of like checking and listening in where my students are at. And so a lot of the things that are shaping. Um, what we'll talk about in the fall some of the teaching direction stuff Um this is where the fine points of that start to kind of come to the surface because you spend time with your students on a mission trip or at a camp experience or you know just are just in general just kind of hanging out i think this is a great chance to be really thoughtful and kind of gather up the questions of where they're at like not like hey what do you want me to hear me talk about but like the questions of like you know, how are you guys doing? What are you dealing with? Because some of the pressure is off. And so maybe you can hear them a little more authentically talk about like struggling with worth, struggling with identity, struggling with purpose, struggling with relationships, and begin to kind of like listen in and, and it'll kind of like tighten up your focus of like not just teaching, but like, you know, pastoring in the way that you're teaching. And so for me, the journaling really shifts towards this: um, where are my students at? Where do I need to be? Led so I can begin to lead And I think that's a really important piece that's Is good. that I'm trying to figure out where I need to be led What I should be reading What I should be learning In order to try to take the pastor and lead my students
1: That's awesome What about you? A um, couple, well, couple of the big things that, that I've done in the past As far as my leaders <clears throat> um, at, the, at the beginning of every school year We set our um, basic structure For our small group ministry So our leaders know um, what grade they'll be with, and all those kind of things at the beginning of the fall, and so every, you know, obviously every year you're going to have um, some spaces that need to be filled, and and some you know leaders that you may need to talk to to um, see if hey are are you coming back? All those kind of things. Um, I would recommend for all of our all of our people, if you have leaders that are in your student ministry that have been struggling right? That maybe it's time to, for a change. Uh, this is a great time to do that, right? That at the the beginning of the year before they're in there with students and then you're realizing this is not a good fit, all those kind of things that we can begin to address those and look at those a, at this time. And that's probably a whole other episode that we we need to cover pretty soon as far as uh, leadership structure and all that. I know that we've hit on it in the past, but it would be good to 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 follow up with on again. But um we always look look through that with with our leaders. We we do. A, I've always done a big training yeah. in the fall um, with with our leaders that we go over just basic curriculum kind of
0: stuff. Here's Where what we're it looks going, like what's expected. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's good. That's good.
1: Um, here here are some big ones that if if you're not doing, they need to be done. But it's like nobody's favorite thing to do. Um, and, and I know that children's ministry probably does this a little bit more than student ministry, but student ministry needs to do it. Um, your leaders need to know where to go and where to take their students if yeah. there's a fire. That some right, yeah, Tra- training, um, not just
0: training like philosophy and vision of youth ministry, but straight up right. training for for safety, for boundaries, for fire drill, for lockdown drill. Like, like these should be on right. your radar as the the ministry person leader for a group of students and then responsible to other leaders as well.
1: Sure, and and that's super easy, right? At the the beginning of your year, have a plan p- placed out for each of your rooms and all that kind of stuff, and then and then give it to to your leaders, and that way they know, right? And you've walked through it, you've done your due diligence. This is how we do it. This is how we check in students, all of that kind of stuff. Here's how we know who's there, who's not there, when they leave, who they can leave with, all that kind of stuff. Because the the reality is, if if we're not doing it, right. no one's doing it. <laughs> this one falls and, on and you,
0: and like are those, you are you are the the, the executive to this regard, that like there needs to be a safety plan. Um, there needs to be an exit strategy, and these are the things that – like, m- maybe you have someone on staff you can talk to and find out what the church protocol is, but you need to have it printed off, emailed off, PDFed for your people because they need to know. I mean these are adults that are leading your kids, and they need to know what to do in these crisis situations.
1: <laughs> one, one time we uh, – this was on a Wednesday night. This was way way back in the day when I guess like Halo Two was just coming out. You yeah, remember yeah. that video game? Halo that was 2?
0: half my college experience. Um, I'm
1: sorry. So we um, we were doing a, a big series on spiritual warfare, and we called right, it right, Halo, right. right? And we we were um, and so in our auditorium we we had built this like life size like warthog vehicle <laughs> nice. that set on stage. And this, like, commander in chief cut out, and all this kind of stuff that we made. To blast the music. Yeah. Our plan was to have the music. And then we had these, like, fog machines. And as the students are going to walk in, like, so we're preparing for that night. We get the fog machine things going. They're kind of filling up the room. And, you know, I'm hanging out with the students in the lobby was the smoke coming out in. underneath
0: the door? Was it was it was it leaking out? Oh good. Here we go. Yes. <laughs> maybe we maybe we <laughs> need to a fire machine. Oh, go on. Go on.
1: So, immediately the fire alarm <laughs> goes <laughs> off. We th- where we were at our, our church building was not on a great side of town. Um it's getting dark outside and um all of a sudden we have all of our students just start pouring out of every different direction. Make your right, way to the, the church, egress. Whatever Make exit your way to the egress. To. And so – This is now, not a halo-related <laughs> drill. <laughs> now we have <laughs> – Now <laughs> we have <laughs> certain, like 300, 400 <laughs> <laughs> students that are just all around the building, like yeah. running oh, d- to different directions. Stay close. Stay close. We're not and too so close because it's a fire. Stay close. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Stay the same so,
1: It was oh utter gosh.
0: chaos, man. You, man. Like, you talk about it. Do you have like an emergency like bullhorn or something you be like, "Stood It's like they call. No, because we didn't do any of that
1: planning. We had no plan, man. It was no matter, no was matter what chi- what
0: size church you're at. <laughs> Just <laughs> a reminder that you too, you too need to have a plan. Whether you've got three students or 300, it is important to have a safety plan. Because hey, if those kids are with you, you, in some regard, are responsible for them, um, whatever it may be. And as Oklahoma youth ministers, we know that all kinds of weather can happen at all kinds of times. And so,
1: sure. I have definitely sat yes. in hallways yes. waiting um, for tornadoes. That was, to there's,
0: there's always at least one midweek every June where there's just that classic Instagram photo of us sitting in the hallway because the safety the safety hallway is the <laughs> next hallway over from where we're at. And so we're just all lining the hallway because it's like cinder block on both sides, and the kids are just like there. And it's like, well, do you want to finish the lesson here or do you want to wait until the drill's over?
1: <laughs> so good. All right, so so yeah, walk through some of that safety training stuff with your leaders. Get them in place, uh, get them energized, excited. um, Have a clear vision, focus for the fall and where you're going. The next thing that I would point to um, would be great transition. Right, one of the easiest places to lose students in student ministry is in transition. You have whether it's for you fifth graders coming into sixth grade, or sixth graders coming into seventh grade, or eighth graders coming into ninth grade. Whatever your format looks like, somebody Uh, new will be hanging around this fall
0: and you need to have a plan, yep. not just a hope, but a plan for their integration into your community.
1: Yeah, if their first like Wednesday night there is like right. not even spoke of, right? And Who are kids? In yeah. And they have no <laughs> clue what's going on. They are going to panic, and they're going to be scared to walk in. They need to understand, hey, where do I go? What am I doing? All those kind of things. If you can answer those questions, not only for the students but for the parents, you're going to take a lot of drama off of your And you're also going to build some really great
0: retention with your students because nobody wants to give more to your youth ministry than somebody new to it. Like they are ready. Like I just – if you are doing a good job as a youth minister, there's already a built-in like clout of like people want to see what's going on in your youth ministry. And so having ways that invite them into the cool thing you're doing is as important as doing the cool thing that you're doing. And so I think it's good. That's great.
1: Right. One one of the things that I've always done in the, the fall is um, – and we've had different phrases for this – Over the years, howdy weekend. weekend. That only
0: plays in some states, other Uh, states that has no meaning.
1: (laughs) No, here's the deal that could be super cool. (laughs) This Cowboys in the North, North. like if you have a a howdy weekend, (laughs) you're in Chicago and you have a howdy weekend,
0: Uh, maybe that would be awesome.
1: (laughs) So, um, I just see some Bostonian, some Bostonian youth ministers
0: being like, Howdy weekend. I don't know, no, 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 that ain't me, that ain't me, (laughs) No, No, not.
1: Um, so anyways, w- w- one of the things that we would do is normally that week, we'll do different events every day that, um, that are fun events. And, um, I'm really intentional on the older yeah, students that I Pick the right, pick the right ones. <laughs> um, I, I pick the students that I want these sixth graders to, to become yeah. friends with and to be like, right. That that's. Um, That's how you reproduce in your student ministry. And so um, we pair those students up with with the younger students that are coming in that are doing all those fun events with them that week. And then on Wednesday night, there's always this kind of welcome party for them. Um, And then they already know some older students that are going to be there. The older students sit with them that night. All that kind of stuff, and so they introduce them to some other students in the, in the ministry. All that kind of stuff, and so you help kind of bridge those gaps for your students that are that is absolutely priceless. In getting okay,
0: into Chad, it. I'm going to review it on the list because I've been taking notes because I've been that's my new thing uh, so we talked a little bit about journaling turning our mind to the different direction of kind of getting a mindset for the fall we've talked about small group strategy preparing your leaders with a new vision for the new maybe school year at least the new fall semester talked about some safety training and some thoughtfulness training with our leaders beyond just casting vision and philosophy we got to be about the particulars and the practicality of boundaries and safety training and then also talked about making transition for the new students but at after nine, we're not just about the Ministry, we're about the Minister, so I think there's one more topic we need to talk about, and that is and hear this from not a place of of well, you guys get to, so I don't have to worry about it, but dear minister friend. I need you to take at least one week off, if not two, from your overloaded teaching, preparing whatever schedule to get your heart right and to get your mind clear. If this means inviting another leader to teach, if this means asking your senior pastor to help out, if you are in the trenches preparing two to three talks a week, find some time, do, do some phone calls, call a friend, call a leader, call another pastoral person to cover you, before summer is over, so you can get ready to do fall right. Um, for some, for some youth ministry friends, this is the time when they take you know either the end of July or the first two weeks in August off. And if that's you, great. Uh, if that's not you, then find at least some time to get some mental separation from doing the work of youth ministry from week to week. Because I need you to. We need you to to be ready for fall, and that starts with how ready, how how mentally and spiritually and emotionally and relationally fit you are, and we need you to recharge, rejuvenate, and renew.
1: Yeah, absolutely. The, your your ministry is—we say this a lot, but your ministry is only going to be right. as healthy as you are as a minister. And so if, if you're running on don't, empty do right Don't now, run it into the ground. Uh, then, <laughs>
0: pump the brakes.
1: <laughs> right. Find a
0: fueling um, station, yeah.
1: And and the reality of it— Right. We, we know that we're all in, in different places and have different abilities and all that kind of stuff. And so the reality is you may not sure, be able sure. to just take off. Um, but what you can do is to find some people around you, even if you're still in the room – to fill in some teaching, have a game things for you night, watch a movie, like some of some
0: of these things that you know, like they seem silly or they seem like excuses. It's not for you to have a community volleyball hangout night or to go play kickball in the quad or whatever it is. Find a way to pull yourself back from being the super responsible, the one that everything falls on for a couple weeks.
1: Yeah, rejuvenate, rejuvenate well. Um, also, I would I would recommend. Um, setting, setting some that's goals good. for, for yourself for the fall. Um, know what, know what that's going to look like for you, um, and and what are the things that you're wanting to accomplish, not That's just good. your ministry, but for you yourself. Um, are you gonna take some time to read this the this fall? Are you gonna take some time to grow in some different ways? Um, how are you loving your wife or, or your husband um this this fall in a way that doesn't just put them back burner to everything else that you have going on? And so we have to be intentional about each of those things that we do, um, or they're just going <laughs> to, right. they're gonna be like the fire drill. <laughs> We're not going to plan right. for them, and then they're not going to happen well, and and so um, we we have to be intentional about all of those things to make sure that the the things That's that are good. priority in our life stay priority.
0: Well, Chad, that gives us five big things to think about as we head into fall. Um, before we wrap this episode up today, is there anything else you want us to, to know or to think about kind of as we, we turn our, our, our minds and our ministry focus from, from one season to the next? Is there anything left over from, from summer stuff into fall stuff that we should be thinking about or holding in our minds or where are you at on that today, my friend?
1: Well, so for, for us, we um, here at After9, we have some new exciting things that are coming down the pipe for us in the fall that we're super excited about. Um, as many of you know that have been listening to um, our podcast, I am um, kind of going full-time on the After9 side of things, and we will be um, unveiling a whole new line of resources for us, um, Youth Ministry booster. You will hear a lot more about that in uh, days to come and and you'll get to see that but we what we want to do is is really live out what we've been talking a lot about uh here on uh the podcast, but really resourcing equipping student ministers to be better and more healthy student ministers and so um we want to come alongside you in some very creative um fun ways to to give you um some resources to make what you do even better. Um we don't want to take away, we don't want to change what you're doing, but we want to equip you to would do you, it Would you would you say you want to you boost are.
0: what they're doing? that you want to boost what they're doing? Like a boost to see, like, like a step, up, like a step up, but not a challenge <laughs> like the movie, like a step up, like actually stepping forward. No, that's great, man. No, we're really excited about that. We'll post some links in the show notes um, for all those things. Uh, it's exciting, and just know that we are excited about it. And there's some stuff that we're sitting on that we'll reveal in the next m- few months or so. Uh, and so we're really excited to have our after nine listeners, this community of folks that listen week in and week out know um, that we've got stuff for you, and maybe even some special offers for you guys uh, that have been such faithful listeners. Um, wherever you're at, um, from, from West Coast to East Coast, we are so very thankful for all of your support, for all of your encouragement, and hope that you feel encouraged in this uh, summer shifting into fall season. Uh, wherever you're at, whatever you're working on, know that the guys of After 9 are so thankful for you and for your work uh, in this good kingdom of the gospel of peace, love, hope, salvation, and transformation. So we are with you in this. Thankful for the work you do in youth ministry. Uh, from After 9, my name is Zach Workin.
1: And I'm Chad Higgins. Review and uh, post on uh, iTunes. Give us a review and rating. We love it. Thank you.
0: Thanks for listening to After 9. Join the community and continue the conversation on Facebook, Twitter, or visit after 9 com to share your story.